What we're trying to do here is take massive action. Yeah, huge. Massive action. You're trying to say, this can't go on. I have to make big changes in my life. And so that's what we're doing. These are big changes. They are. Welcome to the Frugal Fit Mom Podcast. In today's episode, I am very excited to go over this budget that was submitted to me a while ago. You right. guys, she was so excited, she even <laughs> texted me at work and was like, I got a doozy. I have a doozy for you today. So <laughs> I, I have a little bit of a backlog of budget submissions, anonymous budget submissions. Any of the listeners have submitted. I mean, I probably have 20 in my email that I'm sifting through at the moment. So it's like if you submitted one and I haven't gotten to it yet, it's just because there's so many. And yeah. we only do one episode a week. So... so. <laughs> It's kind of slow going. It takes us a while to do these. It does, and sometimes I want to cover other topics. Like, I have other topics in my head that I would like to discuss also. But what are you going to do? I like this one because it's a disaster. <laughs> I read through these emails from this girl extensively to, like, understand the situation, the family dynamic, the goals, very, very deeply. So... Before we get started, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, I would love it if you would do that. It really helps us out so, you know, the internet algorithms know that people are enjoying it. And if you left a review, that would be awesome as well. Yeah, for sure. So my name is Christine. I'm here with my husband, Dave. We've been married for 20 years. And the only reason I feel like we can talk about budgets and stuff is because we have lived on an extremely tight budget low income, while I was a stay-at-home mom paying off debt. And I was a teacher on a teacher salary. So I actually got some pushback on that topic recently. Yeah. Because they were like, well, that's not really fair because you do YouTube. That's how you were able to pay off your house. While true, I was actually speaking of many, many years ago when I did not do YouTube. When we learned the skills that we're using for this particular podcast. Correct, correct. And we lived that way for 13 years Yeah. before I started YouTube. And I didn't make a dime on YouTube for the first three years I did it. Yeah. So for 15 years, we lived this way before I started ever making money online. On very tight salaries, incomes, a lot of us doing side jobs, side hustles. And really tightening things down so you can achieve financial goals. And we were paying off the house and all of our debts on that salary. We were. Absolutely were. Let's do it. Let's talk about this budget. So before we kick it off, it's a husband and wife. They have three kids. The kids' ages are one years old. Six years old and eight years old. Okay, young family. A younger family, her and him both work. We've got a lawyer and an engineer up in the house. Okay. Awesome careers. Without going into the nitty gritty, let's say they've had some schooling, moving, home issues, a little bit of overspending due to stress. Okay, a variety of things. Life. Life that have kind of gotten them into this mess. This income we're about to talk about is recent. Like they've dealt with the mess, their income is now finally good, and they're like, okay, we can clean this up. So it might be a little incongruent between what you see in the income and how much debt they have, but the, that's because the income is The income fresh. is fresh, yes. We are at a fresh, higher income for these two people. I could say it again, lawyer, engineer. Excellent career choices as far as salaries go. So should we dive into the numbers, the specifics? So income is $9,112, $9,112 a month for both of them. Okay. Okay. Let's say that all of their bills combined, all of the bills they gave me, including all the debt minimum payments, all of them, totals $7,947. You're like, well, that's not too bad. Yeah, there's a surplus. Yeah, we have $1,164 extra. 
extra, but we don't. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> because there is a leak in the budget here. There's a leak in the boat. It's not a complete budget, as we'll see as we go through the numbers. Here's the main issue. I'm gonna count these real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There are 10 different loan line items. Wow. Totaling about $125,000. <gasps> okay. That's the loan amount. That does not include the house, by the way. That's, that's not the that's house. That's not the house. That's debt. not the house. That's everything else. So it's $125,000 in debt and then a mortgage. And then a mortgage okay. with a leak in the budget. <laughs> so, so there's your overview. Oh. Okay. My heart. Like, Feeling good? I feel the pressure. <sighs> take a breath. Take a breath. You know what's hilarious about what you're doing right now? So I spent a good amount cleaning today, like mm -hmm. cleaning my room, doing laundry, like putting away clutter, that sort of thing. So I have a friend that's super OCD about her house and we Marco Polo. And so I Marcoed her today and I was like, here's the before of my bedroom. And then 20 minutes later, I'd be like, here's the after of my bedroom, just for her own sake. <laughs> she Marcoed me back and she goes, I couldn't even go into work today when you showed me the before of your kitchen. I had that much anxiety. Like she couldn't <laughs> breathe. That's why her house is clean all the time. Yeah. That's what you're saying. You're feeling the pressure just this, looking at this. This would be really overwhelming. Yes. When I'm trying to tackle out, like how do I figure out, plan out, how do I get out of debt? Yes. This is an overwhelming number. I have some details that are super interesting. Okay. So they live just outside of Oklahoma City. Okay. We're talking a low cost of living area. Yes, Tornado Alley. Tornado Alley. But it is a low cost of living yeah. area. So food is cheap, housing is cheap, utilities are pretty cheap, gas is very cheap comparatively, compared to California. We've been there a few times. I actually did a couple consulting jobs in Oklahoma. Do you remember that? Yeah, I'm super familiar with Oklahoma. Love I love the people in Oklahoma. I've been to Oklahoma City. I've been to all over Oklahoma. So I'm familiar with the area, which I feel gives me a little bit more expertise on this topic. Okay, let's go into the numbers. Okay. Are you good with that? Yeah, let's dive in. Let's dive in. So as I said, the bills total 79, 47, and there's a leak. So as we go through, you'll notice some line items missing. So their house is 960. They have a super small house, you guys. For a family of five, it's like 800 square feet. Do they have a goal to change that? Add on, add on later. Add on. But they're no, not feel confident at this moment. Well, yeah, I wouldn't okay. either. <laughs> yeah, that's the goal. So as I said, they have a couple kids and both of them work full time on conflicting schedules. Yeah. So daycare is 1240. I didn't think that was that bad. Okay. You got full time for the one year old and before and after school care for the other two. Sure. I thought that was okay. All the utilities combined 265. That feels fine to me. Yeah. Internet's 110. That feels a hair high, but perhaps they work from home a little bit. Actually, he does work from home two days a week. So, you know, you got to have good internet as an engineer. I get it. Yeah. School lunches is $100. I thought that was very cheap. Yeah. For two kids at elementary school, that's a deal. I say keep that. I don't think you could make it yourself for that cheap. For two kids for a month? Between the making it and the time and the hassle of trying to get kids to do it. I'm, I'm keeping that. For getting lunches and <laughs> running them there late in the afternoon. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Subscriptions is 88.20. Okay. It feels high to me. That does feel a little high. I'll give you a few examples on the subscriptions. I'll tell, okay, so one of them is LifeLock. What's your opinion on LifeLock? For those that don't know, you want to do a quick explanation? It basically prevents other people from using your social security number to open up lines of credit. So like identity theft protection. Yeah. I looked it up online. It's actually highly rated. It is highly rated. Yes. 
It's not foolproof. Totally not. I don't think it's necessary, but the subscriptions is a low enough amount that I might leave it at the moment. However, it could be other things. Are they, do they do like Apple care or? No, not that I saw. Here's what I did notice is they have like a Disney plus something or other. It was 20 bucks a month. They're probably doing the Disney plus ESPN bundle. Okay. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. And then they're paying 15 a month for <clears throat> net. No, 20 a month for Netflix. And I was like, you can get Netflix for eight bucks. Like, yeah. why are we doing the higher cost ones when you can do the lower cost ones, especially when the kids are at daycare and school and those two work full time. That feels like a lot of subscriptions. So I'm saying pick one. Yeah, you could streamline this. It's, you're not going to cut a ton out of your budget, but it's going to give you some good bang for your buck. Yeah, maybe 50 bucks. You might save 50 bucks, you know, so we'll save 50 and cut it to like 40. We'll cut it to $40 instead of 88 yeah. and we've saved 50. Push through, make that a priority to get that done. Right. I'm going to skip the cars for a second. <laughs> we because we're, we're going to, I have a lot to say about the cars. <laughs> Let's do food. This okay. is food and household for a family of five is a thousand dollars. Holy mother. I'm going to throw up right now. Yeah. Oh, oh no. I'm, I'm thinking there's some eating out in that budget. There has to two be. parents that are both working full time. I, I can just imagine there's some eating out there. There has to be. Yeah. Even if this includes diapers for the one-year-old, at one, you should be done with formula by then. You know, maybe a lot of milk. You got three young kids. Listen, an eight-year-old and a six-year-old and one-year-old don't eat that much food. You need to tighten <laughs> these bootstraps, I think. You got to get rid of some of the conveniences and convenience foods. Where they live, rural, outside of Oklahoma City, this is a low food cost area. Yeah. I know for a fact, this is not Hawaii. This is, this is not Alaska. Is it, do they call it the bread basket? What? What do they call it? The bread basket. Do they? I can't remember. <laughs> it was the dust bowl. <laughs> it was the dust bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of food being produced in the plains of the United States. That area of the country is known for low food costs. Access to food. Correct. Yeah. So I would say, I think 150 a month for household is more than generous enough yeah. for diapers, wipes, perhaps quite a bit of milk. Okay. 150. Sure. And family of five, let's do 600 a month 600. for food, which I still feel is very generous. Plus the 150, that's 750, not a thousand. So I've just saved another $250. Okay. I'm going to add this up over here. 250 plus my 50 plus your is 50. streaming. You're at 300. Okay. I've okay. saved 300 so far. Let's go to life insurance is $80. Great term life insurance. Yeah. I'm here for that. Great job. You guys car insurance is 180. Fine. I mean, fine. Yeah. Whatever. Let's do spending slash sinking funds is 800 a month. This is a very loosey goosey line item. Your handwriting is getting kind of sloppy. <laughs> I would like to see you write on this board. It's, it's no, it's no what better. does it look like to you? But I read smoking. I was like spending and smoking. No. <laughs> Sinking. Okay, gotcha. So this would be birthdays, Christmas savings, assorted miscellaneous spending, I guess. Okay. Like maybe this is the going out to eat. Maybe like let's go to a movie or we're going to hit up Little Caesars. Is it called Little Caesars? Yeah. I'm thinking of the mouse. Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. I thought you were going to say CeCe's. I almost did. CeCe's Pizza. I don't like how this is so... Broad? Broad. Yeah. You have a really hard time figuring out what you're actually spending. So would you have them go to smaller categories? 
I would. They can still be semi-broad. You can put sinking funds all in one category. Like if you wanted to do Christmas and birthdays in one, you could save 200 a month. I feel like is a ton. Like would you do like an entertainment line item? Yeah, yeah. Right? An eating out line item? I don't know if that's in here. If there was, I'd cut it. Right. <laughs> because we haven't even discussed the debt issues at the moment. So for me, trying to get more line items, especially in a category that's this big, mm -hmm. helps, I guess, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Identify leaks. Identify leaks, but just like uncover some of the hidden yes. things that are going on in the background. That would probably be where the leaks are. Correct. You don't know where you're having a spending issue if it's not more specific. Yeah. So I don't know where are they buying clothing here. Ooh, yeah. Right? Where is work lunches? She's a lawyer. She's probably going out. She's probably going out with clients. Where is like home maintenance? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I know you're probably noticing cell phones is not on here. Oh. Her mom pays for their cell phones. <laughs> so. I don't mean to laugh. I'm thinking about just how do you be independent, right? Be an adult and independent. Here's one of the things she said. She said, I feel like we make way too much money to have this big of a problem. And I will agree with that. They do now. They, they do now. Right? It's... She's frustrated that they make so much money and they have no money. Yeah. So we're trying to help them with that. And while I think it's incredibly generous of your mother, you're married with three children and you make a really good income, it's time to cut that apron string. Yeah. Be fully present and accountable. I think it was like $110 a month for the cell phones. And it's time to add that in this, in this budget. So okay. we're going to add cell phones. And you can be like, hey, mom. I'm so grateful for you helping us out. I really want to take ownership of my own responsibilities at this point in my life. So I'm going to take care of it myself. And if they're giving a bundled deal, she could still pay her part. Her, her portion. If it's a family plan, pay, family plan <laughs> what? Pay your mom yeah. your portion. That's fine too. I'm not saying get a worse deal, by the way. I'm just no, saying no, no. be responsible for your portion. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think that's a good move. Let me go back to the last comment for a second. What was the last uh, comment? On cell phones. Oh, yeah, cell phones. I could be convinced to let the mom do this mm -hmm. for a certain period of time while they're paying off some of this debt. Because I know we're going to tackle that in a second. We are. But the goal should be at some point. Maybe not before you pay off the debt. Like there's, It's got to be some time in this journey. And you have to pick, you know, pick when that is. Mm -hmm. But you do need to pick this up. Right, right. You need to pick up the cell phones at some point. Yeah. I feel like we've kind of covered the basic bill numbers. I want to talk about the huge issues now. Okay. So in her emails back and forth with me, she couldn't figure out where all of her money was going. So I have done the math for you and <laughs> I have figured out where all of the money is going. And it is going to two separate categories. Obviously there's the leak in the budget, which I already mentioned, which I suspect is shopping for fun and eating out. Mm -hmm. But we'll set that to the side for now because I have actual numbers on the two huge issues. Number one is vehicle cost. They are spending almost $1,800 a month on cars. The, I can't just say why that bothers me so much is <laughs> your house payment is $960, but your car payments are almost $1,800. It's all the cost on the cars. Right. Like everything. I'm just saying your yes. cars are costing you double what your housing is. So that's issue number one. Issue number two is the minimum payments on the debt, not including the cars, that's separate. Yeah. The minimum payment on the rest of the debt, minimum payments, you guys, $1,540. Is that paying down like any Basically, principal? no. That is not paying down almost any principal, except for maybe student loans because their interest rates are low. But everything else has very high interest rates. 
So you have in excess of $3,000 a month going towards debt and cars. Well, and how much of that, we could do the math on this, but how much of that is actually just paying interest and not actually paying off your debts? A whole lot of it. That's costing you, mm -hmm. that's money you're just burning, throwing away. So okay. that's why we don't, we really try to stay away from car loans, mm -hmm. personal loans, credit card debt, because it just becomes this slippery slope that all of a sudden you don't have control. Exactly. I forgot to cut the spending sinking fund budget before. So I'm going to cut this to 500 instead of 800 and I'm adding $300 to my what I've cut off the budget. So now we're up to six. No, no. Yeah. 600 I've saved so far. I want to tackle these two vehicles right now. He drives to work 40 miles one way, a pickup truck. That's where the gas is coming in. His truck payment is $500 a month. Okay. The gas they spend per month between him and her is $600 a month. The car insurance is $180 a month. And she drives a minivan at $481 a month. <sighs> <laughs> I have a suggestion and he is going to hate me. I don't think there's any way they're going to do this, but he needs to sell that truck tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. It's a huge expense. For a commuter car to drive 40 miles one way and spend this much on gas and this much on truck, this doesn't make any sense. The great news about the truck is they only owe 7,000. I have seen used trucks, like you wanna do a trade-in with a dealer, they're probably gonna give you more than you paid for it right now, which is amazing. Depends they, on how old it is. Depends on how old it is, they want used trucks. It should be very easy to trade that in or, or just sell it and then go get yourself I hate to say it, but for right now, he needs a sedan. He needs a sedan. He is commuting to work by himself. He needs a sedan. It's not going to be cool. Nope. It's going to be responsible. This is a temporary move. I'm going to make some guesses here because I don't know what this truck is. Let's say the truck is worth thirty thousand. Okay? okay. He either sells it privately or takes it to a dealer. It's thirty thousand dollars. That's what he's going to get for it. Okay. I'm totally guessing here. He owes 7,000. So he gets 23. So he gets 23. That loan's paid off. The $500 minimum payment gone. Okay. Well, he gets a car for 10. He gets a car for 10. A sedan, a nice Honda Accord <laughs> with already some miles. Okay. He has 13,000 left over. I'm going to chuck that whole 13,000 at this minivan. Ooh. The minivan owed just under 19,000. So I have taken the minivan from 19,000 owed to just under 6,000 owed, which means the minivan payment is gone in just a few months. Yeah. Okay. Like a year. This is guessing. If it's a nicer truck, you could get 50 for this truck. I was surprised that you went that way, by the way, I probably would have thrown it at some of this credit card that has huge interest rates. I know what you're saying, but this is a huge monthly payment. And I was wanting to get some monthly payment back. Yeah, like I'm violating some debt snowball here, but I am mm -hmm. also trying to say 13000 pays off these four credit cards. I like that option. That is an option. You could do it that way. You yeah. can pay off four of these smaller credit cards with a 30% interest rate with that 13, but there's like 40 months left on this van. Yeah. And I hate that. I know. So. But she's probably got... Of, you know, 4% interest rate or less on the van. Uh, I think it is four, like just under four. I'm just looking at the 30%, 20%, 30%, 27%. That's killing 
you get a lot of bang for your buck if you take all that cash and throw it into credit cards. That is an option. Yeah. That's totally an option if they wanted to do that. I appreciate you hearing me out. You're welcome. <laughs> so here's my, here's my suggestion. They get this sedan that is reliable, okay? That's like a Honda or Toyota sedan that is used. Have a mechanic look it over. You should be able to get one for 10 to 15, like a pretty solid one. The days that he works from home, the two days a week that he works from home, she's not driving the van to work. She's driving the sedan to work. Mm -hmm. So as many times as possible, this sedan can be driven to work. This cuts their gas bill, I'm telling you, by 200 a month easy. Yeah. So instead of 600, it's 400. That one change, I have added $700 back into their budget. Okay, 500 for the truck payment, 200 for gas. I suspect your car insurance will also go down. You've added $1,300 back into the budget. I sure have. By the cuts I've talked about already, which are the sinking funds, subscriptions, sell the truck, gas bill goes down, cut the food budget. I'm gonna interrupt for a second and say, what we're trying to do here is take massive action. Yeah, huge. I think that's a term that I've heard from other people, like mostly in like athletics and personal coaching, life coaching, massive action. You're trying to say, this can't go on. I have to make big changes in my life. And so that's what we're doing. These are big changes. They are. You know what's great about like selling this truck and cutting the food budget? This is temporary. Yeah. You take care of this mess. You want to go buy a truck. You make a ton of money. Go buy another truck. Go buy a nicer truck. Some people think that selling your car and getting like a, a downgrading a car for what you think you deserve is permanent. And it is not. It is not. You can do it for a year, 18 months, and then switch it up. Do you remember we, uh, we downgraded the house when we were in North Carolina? <laughs> yeah, yes. Do you remember, like, we were basically, we were renting and the person that owned the house was basically lost the house in a bankruptcy Yeah, the, ban the bank called So we up. had to move. It really wasn't any fault of ours. No, we were forced to move because the bank said that he couldn't have renters in it. But we were, we were getting a really good deal on rent. <laughs> we really were. It was a, <laughs> For a reason. It was a gorgeous house and we only paid $1,000 a month in rent. It was amazing. But when we had to downgrade like that, it took a, like my ego took a huge hit. Do you remember? I'm just thinking about this gentleman who's going to have to give up some things, some really nice things, like a, a nice truck. A lot of guys really like having a truck because they know it allows them to help other people, allows them to move a lot of things, do fun stuff. Is is he moving a lot of things? I don't know. I'm Probably. just saying that's what us guys like to do. Or you like to think that that's what you're going to do. Exactly. Okay. But it is part of our persona a little bit sometimes. And when I had to downgrade that house, it felt like a reflection of my ability to provide for my family. Which was ridiculous because it was no fault of ours that we had to move. What I'm saying is he may have to get over that psychologically. Yes, okay. This is a hard thing for, for some guys to get rid of. But if you do it in the short term for a very specific purpose, it shows a lot of maturity. Yeah, it really does. I would like to move over to the credit cards. Student loans or credit cards are all the above. <laughs> For the moment, I am going to leave the $73,000 in student loans because the interest rates are 4 and 8% between the federal and the private, which is much lower than the majority of these credit cards, one, two, three, four, five, six different credit cards ranging from 15 to 30% interest. Plus the balances are smaller. Mm -hmm. So I feel like psychologically, this is a good action to take. So we're just going to pay the minimum payments on these student loans. Okay. Just keep trucking at them. We'll get to those later. 
Right. Now remember, there's a leak in this budget of $1,000. I've also cut $1,300 of the numbers they gave me. So we've got to figure out where the leaks are, plug those, do some of the cutting that we've got, and they may have, are you saying they may have $2,400 to work with? I'm saying they probably have $2,000 a month to work with. Okay. And like I said before, I suspect this leak is random shopping for funsies, gas station beverages, going to get your Starbucks, Venti, flat white Americano. I don't know what all the thingies are. They need to put it all in the budget. Right. It's not in the budget, so we're missing it. And also, you can't go to restaurants for a year <laughs> because you have six credit cards that are killing you. Yeah. So let's take our $2,000 extra. Okay. Okay. We're doing minimum payments on the van and these two student loans. We're going to tackle, did I count that right? Yes. Six credit cards. Here is the order. We are hitting those. The smallest balance. Credit card number five is $1,490. And 30% interest. And 30% interest. Paid off the first month. Month one. That one's gone. And yeah. I also have $500 to throw at something else. Let's go to this 30% interest Barclays credit card at 3,000. This is also month one. That's one through two. Yeah. So by month two, that's paid off. By month two, that one's paid off. So I'm down two credit cards. I've gone from six to four. Two and a half. Yeah, yeah I'm close. Cl ish, ish, yeah. a little bit. I've now added eh, $100 to my snowball. Not that much, but we've got these high interest ones knocking them out. $2,100. I'm going to discover credit card yep. month three through four three and four and then credit card number four which is four thousand dollars which is four thousand dollars that's like month four through six six okay so in six months I have knocked my eight lines of debt down to four I've sold the truck we now have a snowball of twenty three hundred a month only two credit cards left. Mm -hmm. That's after six months. Not too shabby, right? Yep. I take month seven and eight to pay off this roof personal loan credit card situation. Okay. That one's gone. Let's say I have 2,500 a month is my snowball now after tackling these five credit cards that we have here. Months nine through 11, tackle this other personal credit card. <laughs> So it was $9,500, and I like this one being gone because the minimum payment on that sucker? $600. $600. My snowball is now over $3,000. So by the end of the first year, they've got $3,000 left in their budget to start throwing money around. And then... The van's probably paid off. The van's paid off in a month or two, like one or two more months. Mm-hmm. It might be paid off before we get here. So... In one year, both cars are paid off. We've sold the truck, gotten a sedan, gas bills down, vans paid off. All of the credit cards are paid off. The only thing you have to worry about now are these two student loans. And the private student loan is only just under $5,000. You can do that in two months. Yeah, yeah, you really can. Month 13 and 14, that one's gone. And now you have a snowball of almost $4,000 and one student loan left in just over a year. So some people might critique me for cutting a food budget or subscriptions or saying you don't need to spend that much on Christmas and birthdays, especially for kids this young, by the way. In fact, I'm gonna talk about that in just a second. Yeah. And the reason is because if you go tight for 14 months, most of this is fixed. And then can you breathe now, Dave? For sure. Now you can breathe 14 months. like. 
Can you do this for 14 months? Absolutely. I want to talk about gifts for birthdays and Christmas for kids. Okay. Because I felt, for me personally, because we didn't have any money, I felt guilty for not being able to get my kids things. So we lived in an area where, I'm trying to say this the right way. I went to, I'm gonna call it a rich neighborhood, <laughs> garage sale, okay? A little bit away from where we lived and they were selling amazing stuff for 50 cents per game, 75 cents per toy. Yeah, we bought a lot of stuff that way. I bought like big black garden trash bags worth of stuff from that like neighborhood garage sale. I probably only spent $40. And I brought so much crap into my house. <laughs> and this was at a time where I didn't know any studies. All I knew is that I felt guilty and I had an opportunity to get things for my kids and I jumped at it. Yep. And I learned that kids actually do not thrive with all that crap. It's too much. It's all overstimulation. It's overstimulation. Too much clutter actually was worse for us mentally. It was more work and cleaning for me. It made them less creative. There was so many options that they couldn't make a decision. So they were unhappy with everything. Yeah. And now there are endless studies about how kids thrive on minimal toys and things that allow creativity, like building building blocks, you know, the magna, blah, 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 mm -hmm. things, you know what I'm saying? Which is really funny because when I was in the Dominican Republic, mm -hmm. you know what most kids, like, <laughs> how happy they were with a stick a carton, they would actually cut up a milk carton or something, and then they would find like some kind of a wheel or a hoop, and they would push that around the neighborhood, right? Mm -hmm. They just created all these things. They would, like two months later, they'd be creating kites, and there'd be, everybody in the neighborhood would have kites. And they would make them out of things they found in the garbage and plastic bags from a grocery store. Right. Right, they just were endlessly creative. Like we as adults, especially when you have Two working parents like this, I don't know how the man feels about this, but I'm telling you, the mother feels guilty and most likely is buying things like yeah. in excess in birthdays and Christmas to like make up for the fact that you're working and maybe you feel bad about that. Or someone said something mean to you at some point, which is horrible. Like no one should do that. And it's actually not what your kids need. They don't need more stuff. They don't need big stuff. I'm telling you, our kids are never happier than when they're outside in the woods, like with sticks. And now there's studies to back up what I have experienced for myself. Yeah. So I know it can be hard, especially with marketing mm -hmm. and social media and comparisons. The world, you gotta remember, the world's trying to make us think things that we don't, that aren't necessarily real. Right. Yes. And all these toy companies, they're just trying to make some money, man. Yeah. <laughs> they are. And they are preying on you and they're not looking out at what's best for your kids. I just, I just think... Parents should try a more minimalistic approach when it comes to toys and items for their kids. And I think you'll be really shocked at how your kids thrive. Yeah. I've seen it. No, that's really good. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say? I was just going through the math a little bit in my head. If we had gone with my plan of paying off mm -hmm. most of these, like these bottom four credit cards first, mm -hmm. instead of paying off the, the van, the van, it gives you like $400 back in your budget instantaneously. Okay. And you're not paying any of this extra interest. So it cuts a lot of interest money down mm -hmm. and then you ended up start paying off. You end up paying these two off in the first five, six months and then you finish off the van. Which would be going at the same time. You, you, your timeline is really close. Okay. You but think I, it's... Think, I think my timeline's a little faster. You might be right on that. There's options. What we're trying to say is there's, there's multiple options here. 
but either way, whether you're paying off the highest interest rates in these smaller numbers first, or you're paying off the van, whatever you do, like figure out what's best for you and your family. But we're really just trying to get out of debt and there's multiple ways to do it. And sometimes it has to be more psychological than You're right. If you went, if you practical. went your way, you would kick off four of these credit cards instantaneously, which might really feel good. Yeah. And, and get you moving in the right direction. Okay, let's say we do all the things a little, let's say they do exactly what's on this board right now, either your version or my version. So within 14 months, we're down to one student loan. No car payments, no credit card payments. They owe on their house and they owe on the student loan. That is all. And they've created some really good habits, I think. And have a huge snowball. Yeah. So this last student loan is $68,000. <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry, it's I just got something stuck in my throat there. At four percent interest, which is not horrible. No. Can you divide? Yeah, we divide. Sixty-eight thousand by thirty-five hundred. Nineteen. So it's gonna take them another two years to kick off this last student loan. Yeah. That's if he does not rebuy his truck. <laughs> That's three years of not driving a truck. But then. All of the debt is gone except for the house. Everything. Well, then you got $4,000 back in, well, $4,500 a month mm -hmm. back in your account. Not to mention, we didn't even include what their income might go up in the next several years. Right. Right? So if we're talking about $4,500 to $5,000 a month, you can save up for a new truck pretty quickly that way. So in three years' time, all the debt's gone except for the house, okay, if you do this. You have $4,500 a month and nowhere to allocate it. So let's talk about all the fun stuff you can do with that amount of money. Guess what? Retirement goes up big time. Your food budget goes up. Your entertainment budget goes up. You can now do kid camps and activities. You can buy new clothes. You can buy a new truck. Yep because you have a huge shovel to throw at some really great things and very little responsibilities. Okay, there's something we've not talked about that we experienced <laughs> on this podcast. So when we were paying off our student loans and all the other loans that we had, that I had. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had to rephrase that really quickly. Yeah, I didn't have student loans. <laughs> I paid for mine. When we went through our debt-free journey, there's something that happens to you mentally. Do you know what I'm getting at? Are you talking about the relief? Are you talking about stress? Are you talking about setting, like being able to accomplish goals? I'm saying actually the value of money changes. Oh yeah, it really does. We haven't talked about this yet. No. In any of the previous episodes, but we were working so hard to pay off debt that when we had an extra $5,000, mm -hmm. guess what? I wasn't willing <laughs> to spend it on certain things because I knew how hard I had worked to not spend, to earn the money, and to save it, right? And all of a sudden I was like, um, I don't really think I want to spend $40,000 on a new truck. <laughs> right. I, because not worth it. It's not worth it, right? Yeah. So anyway, I'm just saying it's a really fun occurrence. It takes a little bit of work to get there, but it is fascinating how the value of the dollar changes when you are a little bit more in touch with the amount of money you're earning and saving right. and spending. Something I noticed as you talk about the value of your money, as you move towards paying everything off and let's say in three years you get to this, this spot 
where you have 4,500 a month and you're like, oh my gosh, I, I can go buy that blah, blah, blah purse. Like maybe you want a Birkin bag, I don't know. That happened to me. Mm -hmm. So we paid off our house and we were putting a huge amount of money towards our house every month, like a huge percentage of our income. And I've always wanted a coach bag. As far as bags go, it's minimal in costs. Like the one I wanted was $300, yeah. which is a lot, okay, <laughs> for a bag, which is why I never bought one. I had my Target special for $8.97, okay? And hand-me-downs for my mom. <laughs> but I wanted a coach purse and we paid off the house and now I had some freedom in the budget. So I was like, I'm gonna buy a coach bag. I went on Poshmark and I got it for 100 instead of 350 <laughs> So I still didn't spend that very much on it. and. It is beautiful. I'm looking at it in the corner over here. <laughs> and what I learned is I actually didn't want the bag. Yeah. I bought the bag because I always thought I wanted it. And what I actually wanted was not what I thought I wanted. Okay, here's the crazy thing. It is so empowering. And I'm not sure if anybody else will understand this unless you've gone through this journey. But knowing that you can, but not doing it. Yes. Exactly. Right? Like, knowing I could totally go out and buy a $40,000 truck, but why would I? Right? Or I could totally go buy this other thing that I know I've been wanting, but I don't really know for sure that I want it enough to spend that much, so I'm just not going to. So, uh, and I feel that way about bags now. So, like, you walk into Dillard's, and the bags are women, you know what I'm saying. The bags yeah. are beautiful. They're gorgeous. The colors, you feel the leather. The fry bags in particular are very, like, supple leather. Yeah. And they're expensive. They're like four or $500. I don't have a house payment. I don't have any car payments. You know what? I could buy that bag. Yeah. And that's enough for me. I don't have to buy the bag. I just, I know that I could and that's enough. That's all I need. I don't actually need the bag. And I learned that I don't want the bag. <laughs> what my wants are totally different than I thought they would be. Yeah. So they do all this mm -hmm. three to four years. They're debt free. And then they have tons of money. And you know what I become? What? A happy camper. A happy camper. <laughs> anyway, I, I really wish him luck. This would be overwhelming for most people. These are some pretty extreme things we've suggested. I would yes. love to hear a follow-up from them. Even, you know, six to eight months down the road, what's their journey look like? The last thing I'll say is this will not happen if they don't agree on their goals. Yeah. They have to be a team and they have to work on this together for this to work. Dave Ramsey had a really interesting conversation with a caller the other day that I got to share in this particular light where they were a hundred plus thousand dollars in debt. And the first question he asked is, do you both recognize there's a problem and are you ready to deal with it? Because you can't get started. You won't make any headway unless you both are on the same page. That's true. If she tries to do this on her own, she'll just be swimming upstream. Yeah. It will not work, but I think they can do it. They've got a great income. And it just, it's just a little organization Yeah, is all it is. Yeah, And you can knock it out of the park. So I wish you the best of luck. I wish you luck and too. And I would like an update. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed that one. We'll see you next time.